0: my friends and welcome back to Between Your Ears. I'm your host Peg Cleland and I want to say thank you again for joining me for one of our mindset chats. And as always, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, if you think it might be useful for somebody else, I would love to encourage you to share it. Share it with a friend, share it on your social media, tag me if you're doing that so I can see what you're sharing and, and what's really impacting you because that makes the world of difference for what I offer on the podcast. So today's topic, as always, these things come to me when I'm looking for something to talk about, and there's so many things to talk about with mindset, but uh, we're coming up to a full moon on Tuesday, and it just got the idea of release, the energy of releasing, because that's one of the themes of a full moon. So I'm not going to talk a lot about astrology because I'm not an astrologist, but the things that popped up for me were so often in our lives in this busy life that we're in, you know, we, we are hustling for things. We're always looking for more. We're, we're achieving more. We're doing more. We're making more. It's this idea of more and more. And with that, we tend to be adding things, adding things to our life, adding things to our plate, just adding, consuming. And we do need to remember that sometimes the focus needs to, to flip a little bit and focus on the less. What do we need less of? What could we let go? So that is the theme, as it is for for all full moons. And this is actually a full moon eclipse, so it's even more powerful energy. But releasing what no longer serves you. And I think that's probably a phrase you've heard before that we can all keep in mind as I talk through today's episode, but releasing what no longer serves you. And not in a in a selfish way, that can sound selfish. Well, it doesn't serve me, so I'm going to let it go. It's not a selfish thing, but think of it as an act of self-love. So observing, and we're going to do some checking in today, observing what you could release, what is no longer serving you, that you could let go of from your life in order to create space for new things, better things, more aligned things more enriching things. And again, I'm using the word more, but again, we can't have more until we sometimes have a little bit like less. We need to get rid of some things. And it's a little bit like decluttering. Uh, I talked a lot about this back in the spring when I was moving and needed to declutter my house, my stuff. And I did an episode on decluttering the space between your ears as well. So that's a little bit of what we're talking about today. In order to get new things, and this is a philosophy too that I think about, and you can keep it in mind as I talk through some ideas today, but If you're adding something in, you've got to take something out. And I've tried to live with this philosophy now, especially living in a much smaller space. If I'm going to buy a book or two, and if you know me, you know I'm addicted to buying books. I can't stop myself. I don't know what it is. But if I'm going to buy a new book, what book could I let go of? What book could I take down? We have a little space in the bottom of our condo complex where you can leave books that you no longer, that are no longer serving you. And that somebody else might say, that book would serve me. I'm going to take that. That's going to be part of their more, but it's part of my less. So keep that in mind today is this idea of one in, one out. And maybe you follow this philosophy for clothing as well, is if you're going to buy two new sweaters this fall, are you also getting rid of two old sweaters that that no longer serve you? And and that's a hard thing. I did talk about this when it comes to decluttering our stuff is we, we have attachments and any of the the topics I'm covering today on, on releasing things, we have attachments to them. We have attachments to emotions. We have attachments to an outcome. We have attachments to our commitments, but we sometimes need to release like a lot of these things, but it's the attachment that, that becomes hard. So when you think about clothes, a sweater from last year, you know, maybe it's, you kind of loved it last year and you have memories about it from last year, but this year it's sort of pilled, you know, it's all pilly and it's a little bit itchy now and it's kind of out of shape. You can't get the shape back. It just doesn't look like it used to. So could you release that one if you're buying a new one? Because we need to learn to do that in many areas of our life. So that's the focus of today. And I'm going to run through a few different areas. I encourage you to have a pen and paper. As we come up to the full moon, so if you're listening to this on November the when is this, 7th, Monday the 7th, it's released. Tuesday the 8th is the full moon eclipse. And it is a time to release and let go. And I know that a lot of people like to do, you know, just their own little release ceremonies. And if you can't do it on Tuesday, there is energy, even right now, you know, get your pen and paper out and think of some things you can release. Some people like to actually take those things on a paper and burn them to really solidify the release. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to talk through some areas in our life that you might want to add to your full moon releasing. And yeah, I encourage you to do it. I guess that's a thing. So often we can talk about it, but not do it. So, all right, first thing. This one's going to be uh, not easy, but it should be. And it kind of goes along with what I talked about last week with poison and the toxic things that we put in our bodies, uh, things like perfectionism and self-sabotage and fear and envy and jealousy, all those things. But one of them is resentment. And I think it should be one of the easiest things to release. I know it's hard, but what good is it doing you keeping it? If you're resenting somebody and you're not forgiving them for something, is it adding anything to your life? Is it taking up good space or is it something that's no longer serving you if you're not getting anything out of the resentment and not forgiving this person or, or the situation or whatever happened, you're just carrying that with you. That is baggage and you don't need to be carrying extra baggage throughout life. So release resentment and that I, I feel like that's the easiest one. So your task is just to look at things you're feeling resentful about and just ask, is it is it serving me? Could I do something about it, I guess, if you want to have a talk with that person to forgive them if you feel it's necessary? But otherwise, just let it go. Let the resentment go if it is not adding value to your life. It's no longer serving. Uh, second thing releasing control. And <laughs> hands up if you're, and I don't want to say I'm a control freak, but I am a little bit of a control freak. I do like to be in control of things, but sometimes we need to release the control that we have on our lives. And sometimes it's business, sometimes it's personal, but the idea that we're trying to control outcomes or control things because we have an expectation. So often expectations are of other people, um, the control that we have over other people or decisions that we want them to make, but it's this idea of being in control. So I encourage you to think of, and you can make a list of things that you feel you are needing to be in control of, and then ask, what could I release my grip on? And in business aspects, sometimes that's releasing the amount of work that you do. So maybe it's delegating or sharing the responsibility for something, even in a household. Can you release control of loading the dishwasher? Like if that's just one thing on your, one more thing on your plate that you, that it's not serving you anymore, like could you release control and allow somebody else to do it? Um, I had to do that with my son when he used to live at home. He was not the best dishwasher, unloader, or loader, but it was one thing he could do. I could delegate to him and I had to just release the control over it being done my way uh, or the odd time he'd break a dish when he was unloading because he just wasn't super careful. But anyway, you get my, my point uh, is that we do need to release the grip of certain things by delegating, sharing. And when it comes to expectations or business things, there's that saying, I don't know if you've heard it, but hold the vision, trust the process. You don't need to know the how, you know, trust the universe. There is a little bit of that that comes in here, releasing our control of, we don't know sometimes how something is going to go, but worrying about it, stressing over it, trying to micromanage it is not helping. So can you release the outcome and put a little bit of trust in that? I always think too, it leaves a little bit of space for magic. So keep that one in mind as you release control of certain things in your life. The next release, releasing information. And the way I see this is, is basically releasing the amount of consumption that we're doing. And we are definitely a consumer society. We consume, 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 but sometimes we can consume so much that it stops us from actually, you know, creating anything or doing anything. So, there's a couple of tips that I have because also sometimes this idea of consuming leads to comparison. It can become a toxic problem. So is it serving you? Like is scrolling social media serving you? Or do you need to release that? Do you do you need to release some of the people that you're following? That's a sense of release. You're releasing it. It's no longer part of your vision, your scope of what you see. So it's definitely a good idea to delete you know, apps that aren't serving you, delete followers that aren't serving you, or sorry, people that you're following that it's not serving you. Um, maybe block people that that are following you that you, that aren't it's not serving you to see their comments. I don't know what it is. But just this is the idea of setting some boundaries or some, some limits too. And I know I read a great book called 24-7, and it was all about social media and how we, it was, around a family, this woman, and she and her family set a limit that one day a week for 24 hours. So it was called 24-7 or 24-6? 24-6 maybe. And then one day, 24 hours, nobody used their phone. Nobody used computer electronics, you know, and and even phones. Like they had to plan ahead sometimes that they wouldn't need their phone to look up an address. They did it the day before. They wouldn't need their phone to take pictures because every time you pick up your phone, Chances are you get sucked into the vortex. So determine for yourself, do you need to set some limits so that you can release your overconsumption of things in your life? Uh, Maybe it's, you know, 30 minutes in the morning. I know some people do this already. The limit is they're not addicted to their phone for the first 30 minutes of the day. They're not touching it. Okay. That is one way to release your dependence. I guess it's an addiction on information on consuming. So that's the next one. Um let's talk about releasing commitments because this is also we are in a society of just doing more and when we when we commit to more and more things whether it's business or life and I I know sometimes we have responsibilities and we feel that we must commit to something. We must say yes, it our boss told us we had to or you know you're a parent so you have to but there are definitely some things that we can commit to that aren't serving us and we didn't actually have to do them. We didn't have to say yes. And this brings back the conversation I had a few weeks ago about saying yes and no and being strong enough and aware enough to to know when you can say no, when you should say no, when it's not serving you to say yes So releasing commitments, maybe this is a time over the next few days during the full moon, you want to look at some of the commitments that you have and see which ones you really need to have, have to have, must have, and which ones you just committed to. I don't know, maybe it was out of obligation or who knows what it was for, but looking at those things, are there commitments that you could release, especially the ones that are no longer serving you? This happens to a lot of us is the idea that we get into... The habit of doing something like maybe you've always been the room mother at school. Have you ever looked at it and thought, gee, maybe it's not serving me anymore. Maybe it's taking more away from my life than adding to my life or my ability to help. And also, this kind of goes back to what I talked about with um, sorting stuff and purging and getting rid of is when I was trying to get rid of some of my things, my stuff, it was would this bring somebody else more joy? Would somebody get more joy out of this stuffed animal or this book than I would? And so ask yourself that. Like maybe you've always been the the room mother. Maybe there's somebody else and you're actually not giving them the opportunity to step up. Maybe somebody else would enjoy it more. And that just popped into my head as one, one commitment because I think a lot of times moms get overcommitted and then we, we get our kids overcommitted and it's just... Something that we need to look at, not get into, it becomes routine. It becomes our comfort zone. We, We just always do it. And we need to stop once in a while and question ourselves. So a full moon every month, great time to stop, do a little inventory and just check yourself. What commitments could I release? What am I doing out of habit that I don't really need to keep doing? Because by letting go of some things that you're committed to, It opens up more time for the things that are maybe more aligned right now, that would bring you more joy right now, that would add to your life instead of feeling like they're sucking some things out of your life. So that was the next one, releasing commitments that no longer serve you. One thing that becomes hard on that one too is guilt. So you may have to have a conversation with guilt and why you're feeling guilty about releasing certain commitments. Uh, And quite often you're just going to have to get over that. Give it a different perspective. Like I just said, the guilt of giving up the room mother job at school. Think of it as you're offering somebody else the opportunity to have the chance at doing it themselves. Giving a new perspective to it. Like somebody else might do it a different way and that might be something new and exciting for the class. So try to get over the guilt if you're having that. Uh, Next one, releasing relationships. So now we're getting into ones I think maybe are a little harder (laughs) because releasing relationships or friendships is hard because we're dealing with other humans, not just with job descriptions and lists of things and, um, you know, all that control and outcome. Those things I've already talked about are a little bit more cut and dry sometime, but now we're talking about releasing relationships and friendships, which can be harder, but it's still something that we need to take a look at. Looking at your friendships, are they feeling mutual still? are you getting and i don't mean this in a selfish way this is a self-love thing are you getting as much out of the friendship as you're putting into it is it still as are you still as connected do you still have the same interests because if you don't if things aren't aren't what they should be in this relationship or friendship then holding on to it is just actually again taking up space from maybe some new friendships with some new people who are more aligned with your interests. Because by holding on to past friendships that aren't serving you anymore, and again, not in a bad way, but they're just not serving the vitality of your life, um, it's tying you to the past. That's the other thing. It's holding you in a past version of you maybe. Maybe you've changed a lot. And some of the friendships or connections that you have, you're no longer aligned with. And you can't step fully into sort of a new version of you, maybe you've and i I don't mean that you've well, I guess it kind of does mean you've outgrown certain relationships, and that's not a bad thing. it's not a bad thing, so do some inventory there. are there certain friendships you have that are more more draining than they are filling there you have nothing in common anymore you're more different than you are alike, and check for toxic you know, fumes in there because sometimes friendships can become a little toxic and it may require a conversation. You might not just release this person and let them go without talking things through, but maybe it's time for a conversation about, you know, your friendship. So that's a little bit harder, but it is something to look at. Do you need to release relationships that are no longer serving you? And then the last one I want to touch on is Releasing emotions, because I think this one happens like all the time. This happens daily. So it's not something that just comes about a full moon. (laughs) This is about getting in touch with your emotions, being aware of them, observing them, and learning how to release them. Learning how to feel them first and then release them in a healthy way, Uh, because negative emotions aren't serving you. So we do need to learn how to release them. And a couple of, you know, easy ways, and and emotions run the gamut. I mean, happy, sad, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're, um, oh, I don't know what else I can think of at the time. There's so many emotions, like you could name a million of them. So we all go through emotions, but a couple of ideas that to help you get them out of you, I guess, movement, doing any kind of movement. And I was going to say exercise, but it doesn't have to be exercise. It's just movement. Go for a walk you know, jump up and down and flail your arms around to get rid of some kind of emotion you're going through at the time. You know, if you're feeling sad, get up and do a silly dance. Like it's just movement. It's nothing that says you have to be burning calories or anything. It's moving energy out of your body. And you know, I'm big on energy, human design. We talk about our energy centers. To clear energy out of your energy centers, or if you're more into talking about the chakra system, like to get energy out of you that doesn't belong to you. It's almost like you're possessed sometimes. You can be possessed by these emotions. And maybe it came from something that happened at work. Maybe it came from the stress your husband brought home from work. Maybe it's the temper tantrum your kid. Whatever it is, came from other people maybe. You need to release it. And getting movement into your body gets energy out of your body. We sometimes say that it's energy is motions. What am I trying to say? It's energy in motion is emotions. So get getting them out is just being a little bit more active. Outside is even better, releasing energy to nature because there's nothing, I don't know, artificial or solid around you. It's like nature can absorb it more. So get out there in the fresh air. Uh, Maybe you have to put on a snowsuit these days in many parts of our country, (laughs) but get out in nature. It's a beautiful way to release. Breath work is good. Just taking a breath in and letting it out. And you can visualize that the breath in is bringing in some clarity, some cleansing, and the breath out is carrying with it all of the emotion you're trying to move out of your body. So exhaling is getting emotions out. You know, and maybe it's just a good cry. Like, I think that's also part of it. This idea that we do need to release emotions that aren't serving us. We can bottle things up inside of us sometimes, and I'm, I'm guilty of this. Um, and when I know I need a good cry, I go looking through the movies just to find a movie to... <laughs> make me cry because i have a hard time and i think that's the release of control i like to control my emotions i like to control things and when i'm feeling i don't know stressed out about something i need a good cry sometimes so that that's another way to get emotions moving not to hold it in cuz that's not serving you release let them go through your tears okay through your sweat blood sweat and tears I mean really that's so true Uh, we can do breath work but we can do um, crying movement and the other thing is journaling and I kind of started with this idea and I'm going to sort of wrap this up with the idea of getting it out on paper journaling things out writing it down taking some of the ideas we talked about today and writing what you want to release in in different areas whether it's commitments or relationships or um, emotions write it out And then you can actually rip it up, throw it in the trash, rip it up, burn it. Whatever you want to do, maybe you want to keep it in your journal for days when you want to go back and read about the things that you let go of. But it's this idea of getting it out of you and letting it go. So I hope you've gotten some ideas about how important it is, for one, to release things from our lives. We can't keep adding to our lives unless we're letting go of some stuff. So look at the things that are no longer serving you. Do it at least on a full moon monthly basis, but maybe you want to do it every Sunday night, like set something up where you're going to do every Sunday night, release the energy. Maybe it's on a Friday night, release the energy from the week. Um, what, what's going to leave you so you can have space for the new week that's coming. Uh, maybe you want to do it At the end of every day, especially with things like emotions, you want to make it a regular habit to do your journaling, to release the emotions from the day. All right. I think I filled your, your head, the space between your ears with enough ideas. And as I said at the beginning, now the important thing is just to do it. We can talk about it all day long, but make it a priority for yourself because it's not, it's not selfish to look at the things that no longer serve you. This is an act of self love do it in a loving way and do it often. All right, that's it for today. Again, if you thought you got some value out of this that somebody else might also get value from, please share it uh, with a friend or a co-worker or a family member. And until next time, take care of the space between your ears.